0: welcome into the dnvr rockies podcast presented by strava craft coffee remember to use that promo code dnvr20 because you'll get 20 percent off your entire purchase of that cbd infused deliciously rich and potentially life-altering Strava Craft Coffee. I, of course, am your host, Drew Creisman. I am the managing editor of DNVR Rockies. And on this episode, believe it or not, we have got to talk about a series win for your Colorado Rockies over the Los Angeles Dodgers, becoming the only team so far this season to beat the LA Dodgers in a series, first of all, That's absurd. The Dodgers are a really, really good baseball team, and who'd have thunk it with the way the Colorado Rockies were playing, not just coming into this series, but really over the last several weeks, not playing good baseball, being ripped apart by their own fans, the media, and all for good reason. They were not playing well. They were losing close games. They were losing games by, at 1.23 to 5 It was absolutely getting to a point where it was embarrassing out there for the Colorado Rockies, and now they've turned around and beat the Los Angeles Dodgers in L.A., back-to-back games, taking the series from them. The first time they've managed to do that since 2018, getting all kinds of monkeys off their back with this one, whether it's the Dodgers thing, being able to win in L.A., being able to beat that team at all, what's been going on with them this season, building confidence, heading into San Diego a great way Dylan for them to start these last 20 games now the Rockies sit right there 20 and 20 with 20 to go uh it, it's, it all comes down to how they handle these final ones they're they're in a playoff spot obviously you don't want to have to play against the Los Angeles Dodgers in the first round but now suddenly you're not thinking to yourself there's absolutely zero chance no way no way we can beat those guys there they did. They just did it. They just proved to themselves that they could do it. And not only did they do it, but they did it without getting a superstar performance from anybody on the team that you could rightfully consider a superstar. Maybe, I guess, other than Jermaine Marquez in game two coming out and pitching like that. That's the closest they got to it, right? But Nolan Arenado did have a two out RBI hit in this game. So, you know, that was big, but he was hardly, you know, it wasn't one of those three for four, four or five RBI performances out of Nolan. He didn't come through with the big home run late. In fact, Matt Kemp did. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But they weren't carried by, you know, Charlie Blackman or or Trevor Story getting super hot. Garrett Hampson, Rymel Tapia getting battling performances out of Ryan Castellani. Yancey Almonte continuing to be absolutely lights out of the bullpen. More good stuff from the new guys and Michael Gibbons and Kevin Pilar. That's how the Colorado Rockies beat the LA Dodgers in LA. I'm going to keep saying it until it sinks in and starts feeling real to all of you. That's right. This happened the Colorado Rockies beat the Los Angeles Dodgers in a series. You don't, you know, obviously you still want to win in the playoffs. You still want bigger things for your team. You want to see them, you know, get on a stretch. No one, if, if the Rockies fall out of playoff contention and go through another stretch where they look absolutely terrible, no one's going to be going back. Going well, yeah, but they did. They did get them. It, that that they got the Dodgers, though. You know, that's they, they have to keep up this momentum. But will I have to agree with your assessment and and really drink this avalanche amber here in toast to that game? What a baseball game. To me, I think the the thing that was the most interesting thing about this was it was the best game the Rockies have played in all year easily by both teams. That's the other thing. It's not like the Rockies, well, they just caught the Dodgers on it. They were bound to have a down night. The Dodgers didn't have a down night. They answered everything that the Rockies had to throw their way. They kept coming back. They kept doing the Dodger things that you expect them to do. A big two-run home run late from Chris Taylor off of a, a, another well-located fastball that like Carlos Estevez is just, just going, are you freaking kidding me? Just barely gets out and swung the lead back in the favor. And surely you're thinking, well, that's it. That's the one. It's going to be a Chris Taylor home run again. There it was. Or there in the final inning. They get two men on, actually, even before they get the second guy, certainly once Corey Seager, but back up a little bit with Daniel Bart. As soon as he walked Rios, be honest with yourselves. Be honest with me right now. Write it here in the comment, comments. When he walked Edwin Rios, you thought the Colorado Rockies were going to lose that baseball game. You did. You thought next guy, well, Gavin Lux, he's 0 he's hitting a buck 84. This is when Gavin Lux pulls one into that. Kind of weird right field porch they've got there in LA for a two run jack. The Dodgers get the walk off win, and then Gavin Lux is going to have confidence and they're going to be, you know, just go on another huge tear or whatever. And then once he walked Lux, he thought, no, 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 better story for the Dodgers. Corey Seeger walks it off. With his third home run of the night, guy's already hit two. Any other time you'd be going, he's due to make an out. Surely he's not going to hit his third. That's just too perfect of a wrap-up, but it's the Dodgers. We all thought Corey Seager was going yard there, at least putting one in the gap to win it for the Dodgers. But Daniel Bard kept his cool, made his pitches, Got it. What was that, a sinker with the last one? Let me double check. Oh, it was a changeup. Threw him two changeups. Refused to give in and throw him a fastball even after walking a couple of guys. Threw him a couple of changeups. Got him to roll one over to second. And boom, shakalaka, ring a a ding dong Your Colorado Rockies have beaten, have I said this before on the podcast tonight? I'm not sure I have. The Los Angeles Dodgers in a series there in L.A. And we got to talk about a name I see you mentioning here in the comments section right now. Um, I'm gonna go with England or a England. I'm not sure. Oh, Alex, I could probably just go to the end and call you Alex. (laughs) Uh, Saying, "Gotta give it to Tapia," has forced his way onto this team. Producer Kale hopping in, going that win doesn't happen without Raimel Tapia. His ascension has been key, while the stars haven't been absolutely another great game four Tapia, three hits, two of them infield hits, but that's okay. You take that and his speed is going to make that happen. Sometimes that's not entirely by accident either. One of them in particular, I love that at bat. I want to say it was his third one and he took that sinker. And again, we've talked a lot about his ascension, as, as you put it, particularly as an on-base guy, his ability to start seeing those pitches out of the zone. He's been so patient. He's been so good at swinging at strikes, taking stuff out of the zone. And so when he swung at the first pitch, just missed it. And then pitch two was a sinker at 99 miles an hour. And it dipped just below the zone. When you take that pitch as a batter, you're doing a little dance in your head for not swinging through that thing or, or b- pounding it into the ground. Like that's a great take. That's an elite level take and the umpire called it a strike <laughs> and he was just so mad you could see Tapia just like and uh and Bud Black let the umpire have it at that moment I actually thought he was going to get tossed right there that was the loudest buddy has been about the balls and strikes all year it's a horrible zone all night tonight one of the home runs that uh Ryan Castellani gave up to Will Smith came right after a pitch he should have been called strike three but you know Hey, with the win, I can belabor those points much less, absolutely. But Ryan Altapia, absolutely fantastic. And all of his at bats again, uh, you know, and the, there right after that one, he's down 0-2. He hits one into the dirt right toward the third baseman and just books it down the first baseline at an elite level sprint speed, beating the ball out, even though it wasn't like an it wasn't like a tweener. It was basically a straight up ground ball to third. He just beat it out. With that crazy speed, 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 speed was a huge factor for the Colorado Rockies night. Going to throw on my flash hat while I talk about until, you know, I I guess you could say there were two two run home runs that kind of capped what was otherwise a scrap it out small ball game from the Colorado Rockies. Right. You had the Josh Fuentes two run home run in the first. Great to see him do that after the big double the night before picking up right where he left off. Four home runs, or sorry, sorry, four RBI in two at-bats for Josh Fuentes, capping one off and getting one started. Great, great stuff there. More good defense at first base. Expect to see Josh Fuentes continue to play more and more if he's going to continue to hit. And it looks like, at least for a while, he's going to continue to hit. Then at the end, of course, you've got the big one. We'll get back to that. But between there you've got all this Garrett Hampson, Raimal Tapia, Trevor Story they stole three bases tonight they were taking the extra base um mm-hmm. and that that at bat where Tapia put uh, I want to say was it which inning was it the 5th yeah the 5th inning where he slapped the one the other way and Hampson came around to score right so Hampson gets on base with the bunt single first of all, which I love it when he bunts. I love every time Garrett Hampson lays down a bunt. It's so phenomenal. It's a beautiful, like no chance to get him. Easy single. He stole second base again easily. The Dodgers uh, had no answer for the Rockies on the base and It was really interesting to see the Rockies actually dominate an element of the game and see the Dodgers like visibly frustrated that they couldn't throw their guys out at second, that their pitchers couldn't keep guys on. And they threw over several times. To Tapia, and he just stole one very easy. But in this one, Hampson takes second. Then Tapia slaps a single the other way. Hampson scores from second on a hard-hit ball to left field that 90% of guys in baseball, you're not even going to send them there. But Garrett Hampson is easily safe at the plate. But because the left fielder is going, like, I'm picking up the ball right as the guy's hitting the bag. I've got to have a chance to throw him out. Of course, he he aired it out to home. Uh, You know, he was only ahead of it by – probably two steps. I mean, he was cleanly, easily safe, but not so far safe that you're scratching your head at the left fielder for even attempting the throw, right? But Tapia gets to second base on that because he's going all out. There's the Rockies' speed going. Rockies catch a terrible break when Trevor Story cracks one. I think it was like 104 miles an hour off the bat into the right center field gap. Somehow that neither gets out or into the gap, but plenty deep enough for tapia to tag up and score the nolan Arenado single to left field probably doesn't score tapia only get garrett hampson's the only guy who's gonna go that hard to left field there so very very important again for the speed all 90 feet every time they took the extra 90 feet really really mattered for the colorado rockies tonight and and Raimal Tapia is a huge driving force behind that. He sets the tone as the leadoff man to see a bunch of pitches, to play aggressive, to go all out, to make things happen. And, yeah, Hamilton Joe, I got to say, absolutely. It was a super fun game to watch. The back and forth for both teams. Like I said, both teams playing well. Um, Every at-bat was a battle. Tapia got into some eight-pitch at-bats, I think there was a 10-pitch one for Max Muncie in there somewhere. And I just want to say, as someone who's seen it for a very long time, he'll cool off a little bit, but this is who Raimel Tapia is. He's going to continue to be a pest, to be a nightmare for opposing pitchers. And once he starts getting a little bit of respect and he starts getting some of those calls when he's laying off close pitches, um, He absolutely can and probably will win a batting title at some point in his career in Major League Baseball, especially if he can stay on with the Rockies and figure out a way to turn Coors Field into his dream house because of the way he happens to make contact. Um, Deanie, yeah, Gavin Lux had a phenomenal at bat. In fact, um, so did Edwin Rios. Edwin Rios fouled off a slider that should have ended the game before anybody got super sweaty and tense out there. It was a 3-2 slider that... Bard came with after all kinds of hard stuff at 98, 99. It was in the zone, but low. Uh, He swung over the top of it, but just managed to get a piece. And you're going, this is a great battle, a great battle. It was a great baseball game. And that was, I think, almost the most surprising thing about the Rockies coming out on top. Um, I've said this a couple times now. It's three days in a row. But before the series, I was asked, what do the Rockies need to do here? And I said, they got to go out there and play good baseball. Maybe steal a win. Now they stole two. But what they really did here in all three games, now you're going back and going, man, if not for one pitch from Carlos Estevez in game one, the Rockies could have swept this series. And it's because they played fundamentally good baseball beginning. And they didn't get a phenomenal start. They beat the Dodgers tonight, and their starter went 4.1 innings gave up six hits four earned runs walked four and only struck out one guy but they still managed to beat the Dodgers because the rest of the team and actually Castellani didn't play uh especially like okay so let, let's go ahead and get into this now and yes Dini I do mean that Ryan Tapio will win a batting title one day he will mark my words Mark them. Mark them well. Um, so I thought Castellani actually was about as good as you could have hoped for out of Ryan Castellani. Let, let's, let's take stock of the situation here. The guy's in his seventh outing of his career, his first time facing off against the Dodgers, doing it in L.A., right? And he had horrible, horrible command issues all last year in AAA. He was the Rockies' fourth option for the job he currently occupies, which is the fifth rotation starter, right? Before him, the Rockies had Jeff Hoffman, Chichi Gonzalez, and Peter Lambert coming into spring training, who they expected to be ahead of Ryan Castellani. But Hoffman has, oddly enough, kind of made himself more valuable in the bullpen. Chichi Gonzalez got hurt. Peter Lambert got hurt. So Ryan Castellani got the call. And he's come out and d- done, I think, about as admirably as anybody could have expected uh, under any reasonable circumstances. He's pitched better in the majors this year than he did in AAA last year. Um, But he's not going to overpower the Dodgers. He came out and he had a twenty uh, a 22-mile-an-hour 22, 22 fastball would have been a problem. A 92-mile-an-hour fastball, he, he, he didn't get... You know he didn't have his best stuff. His changeup looked good. The slider wasn't at its best. We've seen a, a better slider out of him before, and he just aired it all out, man. He saved nothing. He didn't work off of any one pitch. He moved them all, and he didn't work in one location. It was up, down, in, out. Every pitch he had from the get go. He, he he knew he was only going to last four or five innings at most, and. You know, other than, again, me hating the pitch selection of throwing those two-strike fastballs up and or in, especially the first one, the home run, the solo home run he gave up to Corey Seager, which he mixed, mis-executed, but I don't like the pitch decision there. Uh, the misexecution execution on the two-run jack to Corey Seager later in the game, that was uh, – that was a bad pitch, and it got absolutely tattooed. Uh, but beyond that, like I said, he should have had Will Smith out in that at bat. And the guy took a, a high fastball up and away from him for one of those sort of Dodger Stadium home runs that they figured out with the exact right launch angle. Now Kemp got him back. we will get back to that. But, yeah, um, I'm going to go with Recrab. Uh <laughs> Yeah, one mistake away from being if not a fantastic outing, certainly a really, really good one. Again, against this team, considering his level of experience, um, just where his stuff was at, he battled, man. That That's the definition of showing fight. He kept his team in the game. And that was, I, I think, remarkably important. So while you, you can look at the stat line and go, mm, not a great game from Ryan Castellani, uh, He got the best of uh, Bellinger in all of their encounters. He got the best of Max Muncy in their encounters. Yeah, Corey Seager got him twice. But other than that, he more or less handled this Dodgers lineup. And that's huge. Like, the game very easily could have been a 15-run game for the Dodgers if Castellani had just given in in the early going, considering they were punishing every mistake. The way that they do. Um, and, and they absolutely do. That is just what the, like, and it doesn't even always have to be a mistake, as was the case with the Will Smith and Chris Taylor home runs. Uh, the Corey Seeger home runs, mistakes, absolutely. But you, you gotta tip your cap, and and I'll go ahead and do this one. One more drink of the Avalanche Amber here for. Ryan Castellani. And you know, my favorite place to drink the Avalanche Amber, well, my second favorite place to drink the Avalanche Amber is down at the DNVR bar there on Colfax in York. Love hanging out down there, watching the sports, having a good time. Uh, But my favorite place to get it is at the Breckenridge Brew Farmhouse, man. You can get it uh, with some food. And if you use that co- promo code DNVR, you save five bucks. Call 303 803 1380. Pick up one of these Avalanche Ambers. Definitely one of my favorites. Easy drinking beer. Great taste. And you can get that five bucks off, like I said, with the promo code DNVR down there at the farmhouse. Love those guys from Breckenridge Brew. Very, very big fan of their product. You may have noticed. So, as we're toasting, we've got to toast, of course, to the man, the myth, the legend, (laughs) I suppose. Your draft king of the game, Sir Matthew of House Kemp. What a huge Huge home run for the Colorado Rockies against his own uh, his old team, of course. The two run jack there in the eighth got a breaking ball down and in on him. Uh, I just went down and got it. It wasn't a terrible pitch from Caleb Ferguson. You're, you're kind of scratching your head there, but it was it was hilarious. If, if you know you're looking at the Dodger way, right? What do they do? They hit home runs that just barely get out with just the right launch angle. And I was just kind of going over like Chris Taylor barely got that ball out and it wasn't even a home run swing, but then Matt Kemp did it right back to him. It's like, I guess he knows how to play here. I guess he knows the exact way to do that. Cause he went down, launched that thing out uh, behind Kevin Pillar, who had another good game. In fact, every game now that Kevin Pillar has played for the Rockies, he's been a positive force in but matt kemp again you got to use that promo code dnvr at DraftKings for the draft king of the game matt kemp but that that was a huge one fourth home run of the season for him 285th of his career but only three have been against the los Mm -hmm. angeles dodgers because of course he played so long for those guys but you know that was that was huge man this guy was just out there uh, he could have not been in baseball this year if the, if the Rockies hadn't taken this chance on him. They might have been the only team that was going to. He'd been cut by the Miami Marlins. Rockies pick him up. He's out there helping them win baseball games, none bigger than this. It it was worth it. I mean, I already think that the Matt Kemp, like the three home runs he'd already hit for him, and the little bit of production. He's had his cold stretches too, but the the what you've got from him to this point was more or less what I was expecting that win right there, that one swing of the bat worth the pickup all by itself. Easily, easily worth the pickup. It's a minor league deal. You give up nothing to bring this guy in your organization. And he does that. That's huge. Absolutely huge. And yeah, Daniel. I, I saw the question up here. I, I really do think that that could this this could be a huge momentum swing for the course of the season. Now they got to go out and do it. Obviously, you can't let up, right? And they got a score to settle here with the Padres, who just came in and, and embarrassed them a little bit at Coors Field. And you know, the story right around that deadline, too. Look at everything the Padres are doing, and the Rockies hardly do anything. Well, Kevin Pillar and Michael Gibbons have have been big really is time for, you know, Nolan Aronado to step up, Trevor Story to get hot, Charlie Blackman to do some more stuff, but I don't think the kids are going to stop. Hampson and and Tapia aren't going to cut it out, right? They're really that – these are the players that they are. And I think the pitching is going to get back on track as well. Like, again, you're kind of accepting – you're hoping for quality starts – and accepting not disaster out of Ryan Castellani every time out, uh, I, you're going to get more. You know, John Gray is going to, I think, come back off the IL eventually, and he's going to be better. But you're going to get more out of Marquez moving forward. I think you've seen the worst stretch of his season, and and so far to this point, one of the worst stretches of his career, honestly, the four that he had before he went seven the other night against the Dodgers. Um, free has a chance now to set the tone. Game one in San Diego. These guys just got after him. He only managed two innings, his last time out. And, you know, he's got an opportunity now to get himself back on track and prove that his good start to the season is really who he is and, you know, kind of the version that he was in 2018 as well. That's what he's trying to prove to himself. Hamilton, I have no concerns about Sensatella. He's been fantastic every time out. I, I think Sensatella's is a, a new man and, he, and he's playing with a new lease on life. You know, like when, when when you get a big promotion or whatever you've done in your life or, or you get married or or you have a kid or something and, and you just go around with this like glow about you and you just have a great couple of months or a great couple of years. Like Antonio Sensatella is just in a spot right there where he's just like, I feel great. I've got these pitches I've never had before. I'm feeling good, man. So, yeah, I, they're going to stay competitive. They're going to stay in it. K-Car Blackman did have a huge play in the outfield tonight. Uh, they're in the fourth inning to start it off. That was one of the best defensive plays he's had in quite some time. Sliding over, cutting that ball off, hopping up, throwing perfect, the perfect throw to second base. Uh to help bail out Castellani there. That was big. That probably almost certainly took a run off the board. You never know, you know, what the Dodgers are going to do from there. But typically when they get a guy on second with nobody out, they figure out a way to bring him in. So that was, that was an extraordinary uh, play. They got a pretty cool and weird and fun and interesting double play out of uh, Nolan Aranato in the shift. When he had to, it, it actually went down as a five-six-three double play because Story was covering the bag. Um, and yeah, they're late, Jake. While we're on the the defensive stuff, uh, Diaz with the the caught stealing. I'm trying to remember now who was going and Hampson with the great tag. That was an extraordinary throw from Elias Diaz, who otherwise was you know quiet. Uh, he, he did get an infield single, didn't quite bring the bat that you'd hope, but. Had his best defensive game easily of the season for the Colorado Rockies. He's he's been a little iffy back there, but was good tonight. I thought called an okay game I, again. I I, I take umbrage with the number of two strike fastballs you're throwing the Los Angeles Dodgers. Um, I I don't like quit doing. But beyond that, I thought he called a pretty good game. I thought he had good energy behind the plate. Uh, So, yeah, overall, okay game from Diaz. You know, I saw some people saying, you got to have him out there instead of Walters. Like, I'm not ready for all of that. Um, (laughs) Not quite. I don't don't think there's anybody on the – Rocky's uh catching staff, if if you want to put it that way, who absolutely demands to play all the time. You got to see if somebody can get hot, but uh y- you live with what you're getting there out of Wolters most of the time. I don't think Diaz is going to give you a whole lot more, but that was a that was a great play. Let's leave it at that. Let's just let's just leave it at that. Hey, and if you're into making great plays, you gotta check out WGT Golf. You can get it totally for free at DNVR Golf. Play closest to the hole or full stroke play at world famous golf courses, including Pebble Beach, Bethpage Black, St. Andrews and more. We've got now a third clubhouse that you can join because we've had so many people play in this game with us because it's just so much fun. And as I think I mentioned, totally free. So head on over to DNVRgolf.com and download WGT golf today. And uh, Yeah, Daniel, you're right. Uh A fellow Daniel, Bard is the best comeback story in baseball right now. That was uh, absolutely nails again. Cold, cold heartbeat when the rest of us, I'm sure, were just sitting on pins and needles, but he managed to get it done there at the end for his sixth save. Of the season, uh, you expect him to keep that closer job for the foreseeable future. Almonte and Givens seem to be pretty comfortably uh, primary setup guys right now, while Carlos Estevez is trying to work through some things that I still expect he will. He's still getting a bunch of swings and misses, a couple of bad luck home runs for him in this series. I think Estevez will be fine, uh, but uh, you want to see that that he comes back around and, and can put together, obviously, a couple of... A couple of clean outings from Estevez would, would surely be nice to see. But Givens, man, touching 98 with the fastball again. He's just got wicked, wicked stuff. The slider is really good. I think I mentioned earlier, but Almonte once again, just filthy stuff. Yenzi was absolutely fantastic tonight. And that's huge when the first two pitchers in the game have given up. 6 runs and yeah now that i'm looking at it you know Castellanía Seves give up the 6 runs after that the Dodgers got one hit two walks against Bard there late but against Almonte Givens and Bard the Los Angeles Dodgers and i know Mookie Betts didn't play tonight and i meant to mention that a couple of times earlier but still it's not like you know <laughs> it's not like they're not still the Dodgers and depth isn't still their thing and you know, the Rockies sit star players sometimes too, and still have to try to find a way to go out there and win. So yes, Mookie could have been a, a difference maker in this game, but that's not how baseball works. You you, you got to play the one that's out there. And so really good stuff from Almonte, Givens and Bard, considering the, the way things have been going for this bullpen lately, to be sure. Yeah. Uh, other than that, let's see if there's anything else that I missed before looking forward. Now, I already kind of ran over the, the Kyle Freeland need to have a, a great game there uh, to start things out. I think in San Diego, I think that'll be really, really, really important uh, to get things off on a good note and to keep the momentum going and to figure out a way. You know, uh, if you can come away with this road trip, having taken the series from the Dodgers, and at least getting one game in San Diego. But if they can find a way to win the series in San Diego, a three-game set, now all of a sudden they've got all the confidence in the world as the schedule gets just a little bit lighter. Some guys can keep going into a rhythm. They're going to be feeling their best chance to play their best baseball when it will matter the most going right into the end of the season. These are teams that you build confidence against, absolutely. So – Huge, huge, huge win tonight, guys. There's no other way around it. Um, you could have you could have swallowed a loss here. You could have taken the loss and said, you know what? They're still hanging around. Um, no one's beaten the Dodgers this year. Winning in L.A. is you, you got to take them when you can get them, especially for the Rockies and this, that, and you could have justified. They played well in all three games, the whole thing. Run differential was close, all that stuff. But you don't have to do any of that. They won. They held on and won. The Dodgers made the final out of the game. And the Colorado Rockies were up. Clutch hits from Nolan Arenado and Matt Kemp and Garrett Hampson and Kevin Pilar and Tapia. That's a full team effort. Not a great performance from the starter, but he battled. Estevez even finished his inning. You know, no one had to get pulled out of there. In fact, he pitched 1.2 because he was good in the first – his first inning. Everyone contributed to the win tonight, even the guys who gave up the runs. They needed every pitch and every out that Castellani and Estevez were able to record to hand off to the bullpen to, I wouldn't say slam the door shut, considering to get that win. Huge 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 and i will not be surprised to see this team come out and play with some fire in san diego so stick with us see what happens now you don't want to miss whatever it's going to be how do they respond after this one well to find out you got to subscribe to the dnvr.com so you don't miss out on any of that written content plus you get discounts on all kinds of merchandise including cool shirts like this one i'm rocking right now we got hats we got masks All kinds of fantastic stuff. Plus, I think I mentioned earlier, we've got a bar. And if you're a member, you get a bigger beer when you come down and hang out with us at our sports bar, watching some Colorado Rockies games, seeing how far the Denver Nuggets can keep their run going. It's been a lot of fun this year, getting some sports back, doing it safely. We've got sanitizer everywhere for you keeping everybody apart at the tables, so everything's good. Other than that, just make sure you're following us on social media, at Drew Creaseman, at Patrick D. Lions, at DNVR underscore Rockies. All the good stuff. Make sure that you're just continuing to remain absolutely awesome baseball fans out there. I will remain absolutely Drew Creesman in here. And until next time, I will see you at the ballpark.